Welcome back to Magnet Movies, Australia's favourite sporting podcast. My name's Johnny Boland, joined as always by my colleague and co-host, Josh Danger Ranger. Josh, good evening. Good evening, Johnny. I've slipped, mate. I was a good friend last week, and now I'm just no, colleague and co-host, mate. Yeah, super scores dictate our what, friendship. What, what have I done? <laughs> no, not, not in my uh, cohort oh. anymore. So, sorry, mate. You're falling. Oh, dear gosh. I, I, I have a bit of it this week, mate. I want to get back in that friendship book. No, good luck to you. Oh, thanks, mate. Jeez. <laughs> mate, how was, your, how was your week, mate? Did you, did you catch much over the last week? I did. I caught a lot of footy. Yep. Um, I caught a little bit of the golf on Friday afternoon. Okay. The golf came to, to Adelaide. What a historic event. Sure. Um, and then footy across most of the weekend. Yep. And uh, all capped off yesterday by, by the pies at Anzac Day with... Uh, what a historic win. Sure. Um, good of Essen to sort of cave at the end. That's right. Very Generous tired. of them. Yep. yep. And um, no, nah, mate, it was, it's been pretty good. Yourself, did you yeah. catch much? Yeah, well, of course, caught the caught the Hawthorne game. Another another close loss. Always fun oh. to see. Do they want to lose that, Jerry? You could, or you could see it coming. Uh, well, could you? You could see it. With, with five <laughs> minutes to go, I was going to turn the TV off. Nine points up. I was like, well, that's the game. Yeah. For <laughs> that, that, yeah, it's, right. it's disappointing that we've lost that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, that's life. That is um, life. Um, so, I caught, that, caught a little bit of uh, Geelong and Sydney. How not, was that? Not, oh, look. Enjoyed that, did you? Didn't last <laughs> super long in the game. Who's um, your tip again? I tip the Swans. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't my finest moment. No, that's all right. All right uh, man. D- yeah, look, didn't have a great week. No. Um, and caught, yeah, of course, caught Colin Essendon, also to Essendon. So you know, a three quarter time, I was going all right. No, it's a reasonable tip. So if Essendon just, you know, knew how to not fumble the ball for a quarter of football, I'd have been right. Oh, but boy, we were kind. They just, they just completely panicked. Didn't yeah. they, in that last quarter. So that was that wasn't great. And of course, I watched a lot of ice hockey. My Jets are sadly on the verge of being knocked out, but yeah. I watched. A lot of ice hockey, a lot of uh, see Winnipeg, a lot of the LA Kings Edmonton series. Been a great series. Yeah, who's um, going to get it? You reckon? Oh, Edmonton's up three two now. Unfortunately, I was breaking for LA, so I think Edmonton's going to get it. So, uh, but oh, both teams are winning. And I'm also watching because we know that LA is coming to Australia in September. Yeah, they bring out some of those players. Like they, they got some guns. Okay, they have got some absolute guns. Will when, they come? I hope so. Because sometimes I think when like the NBA and especially like you see it in soccer, yep. when those teams travel out of here to like do exhibitions, like the guns don't come. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't know because in the past the exhibition games that have been overseas, the stars have gone there. Sure, but they've never been this far away. Like we're talking games in Europe, like and that's not that far. And they do like a lot of travelling and seeing the sights, and so the the, the players go. Yeah, but this right. is this is obviously a lot further away. So. Yeah, not not sure, but yeah, they got some guns. Like their goaltender is elite, is so he? like I love to see him him come out. So um, their captain Kopitar, he's he's a gun. So yeah, watched, what caught a fair bit of hockey, mate, and uh, that's, I didn't catch live golf. I must admit, you missed past that. Didn't didn't bother with live golf. Set picture the shoeies. You know, I mean, I could watch it, but you know, the, the PGA is on, which is you know got the got the A graders. Didn't want it wasn't a waste of time with the B graders, mate. So nah, fair you enough. know what what can you what can you do? But mate, let's let's <laughs> let, let let's get into the AFL, mate. Let's mate. It's it was again always a big week, and let's start with the Anzac Day match, mate. It was. First of all, 95,000 people and, and change. Yeah. Um, second biggest tone away crowd of, of all time. Yeah. Um, biggest ever Anzac Day. It was. Crowd, it was it was huge. It, yeah. um, what did you think of the overall event, mate, from from watching it um, at home or, or at the pub, wherever? What did you think of the, the oh, match? Oh, it was just epic. And the spectacle. I love Anzac Day. It's probably my yep. favourite day of the year. Okay. 
um, up early for the dawn service. Yep. Were you? Oh, I was not, if I'm being honest. No. that one in. Yep. Fair nah. enough. Well, I was working, mate, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Can't get to those things when, when, <laughs> when you're working, mate. Yeah, some of us have got to work on those on those days. The office opens at 5 a.m., does it? The old, the old, the old health services, mate. We don't shut down. We don't stop. We've right. got, we got to work. Fair enough. Well, yeah, so my day started at, at the dawn service and yep. then, yeah, got into, into Richmond and yep. obviously it was pumping. There's a yep. lot of people there. Um, and yeah, I watched it at a venue and there was, a, I was at, I was with an Essendon supporter yep. and a, and a Collingwood supporter yep. and, um, there was probably one other Essendon supporter in the whole place. Oh no. And there was about 200 Collingwood supporters. Oh dear. And, um, whoa, it was, uh, it was pretty hostile at three quarter time. Yeah. It's pretty flat in there and, uh, the place really turned up by the end of the game. Those poor two Essendon supporters. I feel genuinely sorry for them. Yeah. One of them is friend of the show. The furball. Oh, the furball. Yeah, he yep. wasn't making any friends in there. Oh, dear. But that's okay. But no, nah, the actual game, I mean, yep. I think it was really a great game. It had a final sort of feel to it for mine, mm. especially early. Mm-hmm. A lot of mistakes, a lot of turnovers. It was like a big feeling out process. But um, yeah, I just think the performances of, of Darcy Moore and in the first half, especially Pendles and Steel Sidebottom, yep. sort of kept Collingwood in it. Sure. And then, you know... Dacos took us home beautifully. Yeah, what a last, man. He had a good last score, didn't he? Oh, did he? I'm not quite sure who was playing on him, but... Uh, well, he went forward and d- hit two and had probably had 15. <laughs> don't, just... don't think they'll want to look at the tape where it was on him on, on that, in that last quarter. But no, what did you think of it, mate? Yeah, look, I was look obviously tipping Essendon. I was sort of hoping Essendon would, would find a way to hold on for oh, me. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Do you want to get behind the Pies train? No, nah, mate. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, like the rest of Australia and not a massive Collingwood fan. Yeah, so, okay, fair enough. Um, and a good mate of mine, James, Ben Traumas coach, is a massive Essendon fan. Don't talk so to me about the Ben Traumas. Always get behind, behind his boys. Who, of course, talk to me about the of bloody ha- Ben Traumas. Who, of course, had a win in the Magnet Rivers Cup. We'll talk about that in the second episode. Oh, they may have beat, James. They may have beat Johnny on top, but hope that's all right. Never, hope we never meet. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, look, yeah, it was... Watch that last quarter. You could... You could feel it coming the whole time. Yeah, Essendon just—they just—they just sort of went too defensive, and they just fumbled the ball so much. Every time they got near the ball, they fumbled it, and they missed three really good chances at goals. Like especially Sam Draper. Yeah, Drapes. That was shocking. You yeah. just had to kick that. But they had, they had a couple of sort of snaps that they should have kicked, and they missed, and and that was the game. Um, so it was dis- it was a disappointing ending for Essendon, for Essendon, and um, but you know, saying that Collingwood did well to to come back and. Keep the faith. Oh, I think it was a serious win for the Pies. Sure. Considering their outs. Yep. So we had obviously no um, Darcy Cameron yep. as our ruck or Mason Cox. And then we also had no Jeremy Howe and no Nathan Murphy as yep. tall defenders. Yep. We'll probably miss... Oh, I think that could be it. He, uh, McStay? Was McStay out McStay, well? Finger. Yep. Yeah. So we just had no height. Yeah. So like, obviously Draper was really good for most of the game, but so he should have been. He He... he he didn't have a bad game, but he should have been better yeah. with what he was against. He should have been best on ground. Oh, well, yeah, he's playing by himself. Yeah. Billy Frampton, I thought, competed really well. Mm, yep. um, but yeah, I th- just think when it came down to it, Collingwood executed when it mattered and yep. Essendon couldn't quite do it, as he sort of said. So, yep. But no, I think it was a massive win for the Pies and yeah, puts them right up there at the moment. No, no, they're, they're looking good. And mate, the other, the other big game... Or was pretty to be a big game was the grand final rematch Geelong yeah. and Sydney. It was in Geelong down the highway, um, Alphabet Stadium. It, it was, <laughs> mate. Uh, the 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 re the rebuilding Alphabet Stadium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I don't love, by the way, just cause, and I understand it's being rebuilt, but the Sydney Cheer Squad is like on the fifty meter arc. 
Like, what's going on there? Yeah, that made no sense. Why aren't they next to each other? Yeah. Why does Did Geelong and Chiefs get in behind the goals? And they're like, all right, guys, just head up on the wing somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you, and, just, you just find a spot anywhere. That's, and you can see, like, a Geelong player's having a shot at goal. And the Sydney player, Sydney um, uh, supporters are, like, you know, waving their flags and pom-poms to distract them. They're not even in the eye line. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see them. So I didn't love that. No. Uh, but, mate, it was obviously an absolute thrashing. Yeah. Um, Geelong slaughtered Sydney one by just under 100 points. Um, mate, what does this mean for Geelong? What does it mean for Sydney? Because it was... Like, and do you know, 90 points honestly felt like closer than it actually was. Felt generous. Like, because Sydney were just up genuinely appalling. Like, they looked... They looked like first feet 18. Yeah. So, tell me, what, what do you think this... Where, where do you put the two clubs after this? What do you think this means for them? Yeah, well, we've both done a ladder predictor for yep. what we think is going to happen for the rest of the season, and which we'll definitely touch on soon. But yep. I'm not too worried about the Swans. Okay. I think the fact that, like, Cullen Mills played most of the game on Tom Hawkins yep. shows how undermanned they are. Yep. Um, and, you know, playing against Geelong, you need tall defenders to go with Hawkins and Cameron, and they just didn't have them. And so I'm not, not too worried. They they were beaten, but, you know, it's down at the Cattery. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, you never want to lose by 90 points, but, yep. if like, it's not the worst thing in the world, and I don't think it's going to mean a great deal for the rest of the season. Yep. But for the Cats... I think they're back. Yeah, okay. Yep. Like, they're, they've, you know, clicked into gear a bit now. They've had some big wins the last few weeks. And, uh, yeah, I think they're back. And it was probably their first four-quarter performance, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it, it, it felt that way. Like, yeah, there was it was a good performance by them. So... What do you reckon, mate? Have you got some uh, anything look, outrageous to say? Look, for me... <laughs> always, mate. Um, Sitting into the needle. The- <laughs> Look, for me, it, it tells me a lot more about Sydney than it does, does, does Geelong. Okay. Geelong do they need to. I'm still not convinced on Geelong yet. They've beaten Hawthorne, they've beaten West Coast, and they've beaten a very poor Sydney. Yeah. So I don't quite think they're back, as everyone's saying. Um, okay. Once they win a beat a couple of good teams, I'll be I'll be more impressed. Um, Essendon this week? Yeah, if they, if they can beat Essendon, I'll start to... I'll be like, oh, yeah, Geelong, Geelong are probably back. Yeah. But so far, Sydney, they've got beaten by Geelong. They've yeah. lost to Port Adelaide in Sydney. Yeah. And they've got comfortably beaten by Melbourne. Yes. So the good teams they've played, they've got beaten by. Yeah. Which for me is concerning. I think I think they're a mediocre average team this year. Finals? I don't think they'll make finals. Yeah, wow. Because they're going to have a tough fixture being a grand final from last year. They are. And I, they just don't seem to be beating the top teams. Okay. Which is, so I, I think they'll miss out. I think, yeah, well, I think they're in trouble. I think I think Geelong will make them, but I think Sydney are... They, they were in my power rankings like three or four weeks ago. They were. But since then, they've played these good teams and... Your power rankings have been... Uh... Oh, mate, my power rankings have been a shamozzle, haven't they? <laughs> a little bit. A little, <laughs> oh, little bit. The old kiss of death returns. <laughs> uh, do we want to do power rankings? And, look, do we want to do power rankings or top eight first, mate? What would you like to do first? Um, I reckon we, we can start with our power rankings. Yeah, let's do our power rankings first. All righty. Do you so, want me to take this? Hit, yeah, hit us with them, mate. Because mine are a little bit boring this week. Mine actually are not changing. Oh, For those, those who it's listened to last week, fest. Yep. Um, I had Collingwood 1, yep. Adelaide 2, and St Kilda at 3. Yep. And my condition for St Kilda not being two or one was their current list with the with the injuries. Yep. I still think they're knocking on the door, but boy, they were impressive again. Yep. I choked and didn't tip them when yep. I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, the Saints are 
are looking very, very good. Yeah, sure. Where have you? Where are yours sitting, mate? So I've still got Collingwood at, at number one. Yeah, obviously, I've I've kept Adelaide at number two. Yeah, but they weren't convincing. Like, no, they weren't. They just beat Hawthorne, and that's not that. Tassie's a tough trip. It is, it is a tough trip, but they just didn't look that good. No. So like Hawthorne's midfield won the midfield battle, and it's not that good a midfield. True. So yeah, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't love. So I've kept them at two. Look, number three, I've been tossing up about this one because logic says keep the dons there. <laughs> nah, nah, not keep the dons there. Logic says I, I should go St Kilda. It does. Okay, they're on top of ladder. They are. They've just lost the one game. True. But I don't think they were that good against Carlton. Oh yeah. I know they won, but Carlton were poor. So this is harsh. I'm going Brisbane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they're not. No, nah, Brisbane obviously good side. Brisbane, Brisbane. I think Brisbane are starting to find something. No, nah, I think you're right. I think they're starting to get going. They had a, sl- a sluggish start, but they're starting to click. And look, the, the Giants, the Giants look good against them on the weekend. And Brisbane just stayed ahead. It was a really professional win. So, yeah. um, and Brisbane got free this week, so Brisbane should win. That's which a snooze. which means that for once, my third should win and not be disproven. So I've got to got to, got to go with that, mate. I like it, mate. So that that's what I've got. But mate, let's let's do our top eight prediction. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you want to run through yours, mate? You you sprung this on me as I got here tonight. So, I do. Um, I'll, I'll reread over mine as you do yours. But hit me with it, mate. Who have you got for? And this is obviously. Home and away season end, I'm assuming. Yeah, so we're a quarter of the way through. Yep. So I thought, you know, we can we can maybe do it each six-week block as yeah, there's 24 yeah, rounds like this year. We can yep. do 6, 12, 18, 24. Yep. So after round six, um, do you want to... Johnny, uh, you probably don't have yours, but obviously well, we can do it maybe at the end of the year. Look from where we started to where we came to. We'll oh, just run through. Let's, well, not, let's not Yeah, do that. we won't do that tonight. Let's not do that because mine is... Yeah, uh, horrific. Oh, mate, one's <laughs> not not much better. But oh. my my top four. Yep. Here we go. I've me. got Melbourne to finish first. Yep. Collingwood second. Yep. Brisbane third, and Geelong fourth. Okay. Well, we've, so I've gone Collingwood first. Yep. I think you guys the ten to beat. Yep. Uh, with Melbourne second. Okay. So very similar there. Yeah. I think I think that's gonna be a coin flip by the end of the year, isn't it? Yeah. One and two. I've gone Brisbane three. Yep. And I've gone Adelaide Crows four. Yeah. Wow. I think they're going to play enough games at home that they'll that they'll get fourth. Well, we've so. gone similar logics there. I think Geelong. Yep. Obviously, it's six rounds in, and they've just had their first game at Alphabet. Yep. And they're going to have a lot there in <laughs> yeah, the back end. Yeah, sure. They've found. I think that they will have found something. Yep. And like those win. How many? I think they have twelve games a year there or something ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe not that many. I think they've got another eight there. I think. And they're pretty much eight wins. Like, yeah. That's they true. just win there. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think them and Brisbane play enough at home and obviously have good enough sides that they'll get themselves, yep. um, the way I see it, they'll get themselves to the top four. Now, look, it's fair. Like, I've got Geelong at fifth, so yep. I think that's fair. But yeah, yeah, who, who's, your next, who's your five to eight, mate? Yeah, so my, my five yep. is... Oh, no, I've done nine. I've oh, mate, this. that's... Uh... I've gone St Kilda five, yep. Sydney six. Yep. Oh, no, I haven't. Western Bulldogs seven and Adelaide eight. Okay. So that means I'll have Carlton... Essendon and Port Adelaide missing. All missing. So I've gone Geelong at five. Yeah. St Kilda at six. Yeah. Port Adelaide at seven. And Essendon at eight. So I also have Sydney and Carlton. Sydney missing. Missing. Yeah. Yeah. And and the Bulldogs. And the dogs. The dogs are missing. Oh, I think the dogs are good. So yeah, I think they're okay. They've been up and down. They just haven't been consistent enough yet. Yeah, wow. So I um, who are the dogs got this week? 
Uh, they. Oh, I've got fucking hawk. That'd be a good, good test. They got the bye. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a real tough one. Four thirty-five uh, Marvel. They got the bye. That's right. <laughs> oh man, I'll be there too. Do you know oh, yeah? yeah, I'll go. Wow, I'll go along and see the the, the disaster. And we pl- go so bad against the Bulldogs. Yeah. They've pumped us the last couple of years, so I'm yeah. not not thrilled about it. But we'll see what happens. I think Cody Waitman being back in their side actually makes a massive difference. Yeah, sure. he's a he's like. He's just exciting, and I yep. feel like they, they get up for him. He's got a little bit of Toby Green about him. Yep. Probably not as talented, I don't think, but a bit, sure. of, that, bit of that rascal. Yeah, you're right. It, it, they are quite quite alike, aren't they? You're right. They're very similar. Yep. yep. Yeah. Anyway. No, like There's the top eights, mate. I don't mind them. Yep. No, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll, that one we'll also have to compare, mate, as we go to see how much that changes. So, yeah, no, for sure. Um, that'll, be, that'll be a big one. Mate, let's move on from AFL to uh, the, the code rival. Yeah, NRL. Some big news has come out of the NRL, mate. It has. Do you want to talk us through, mate? What's what's going on in the NRL? Yeah, so the NRL are discussing moving one of their home and away games for points out to Las Vegas, Nevada. Two games, I think. Two games. Two games. Yeah, I've been to say that and yep. didn't. So there's four teams going over there <laughs> yep. for to play two games. Yeah. Well, one each. Yeah. And yep. Um, yep. yeah, so that's interesting. Something mm. they haven't done before. Yep. Something we. Have sort of trialed in the AFL a little bit. We, us as the AFL, <laughs> you and me, in this instance. Yeah, we've done a lot of work on this. Yep. Yeah, we have project. Yeah, um, <laughs> bit of pro bono work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's interesting. Mm. Um, the Storm put their hand up to go over. I got on them. Yep. And um, yeah, what do you reckon about it? Yeah, so just to clarify, it's round one, I believe. Yeah. Um, or it's going to be like a week before round one or something. Yeah. And then like the rest of round one is. Like the, the Yeah, but they get the bike because they've just come back from the States. Yeah. Not uh, confirmed yet either. No. It's, it's sort of proposal. It's all, yeah, it's all rumours and thought bubbles and uh, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Corporate speak. <laughs> buzzwords <laughs> going on. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, it's, I, I don't mind the idea. Yeah. I, again, it comes down to what's, what's the aim. I don't, I think their aim is just to make money. Like, I don't think it's to grow the game. Do you reckon it'll make money? Well, I'm, I I don't know. Yeah, I think you'll get a lot of coverage back here, which is what they want. Like, there's not often that the NRL gets on Victorian TV, like like a lot of news about it. Yeah, I can guarantee an NRL game featuring the Storm in the United States gets a lot of airtime. Yeah, that's all they will. So I think it buys airtime off the AFL, which is what they want. And it also, I think the other thing it gets is it gets those American betting markets going. Yeah, There's the 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 US love to bet on sports in their own backyard. I think that makes the money. Yeah, and and the, I think they're looking for the people in America to start betting the NRL in general. And I think that's where they might make money off it. Yeah, mate. Like, yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think the, the gambling element is definitely real. Yep. And um, if it does sort of take off there, that would be, I mean, a huge money maker for oh, the, for, for the sure. NRL. Yeah. Um, but America is a long way behind Australia in, in terms of its sports betting. Mm. Like it's only sort of in the last five years, and not even across the whole country that gambling on sports is legal. Sure. So it'll be interesting to see if it does take off like they're projecting it will. Mm. I, I in general think it's a pretty poor idea. Okay. Like I get the idea of growing the game. Yep. Um, but like I just don't see where where it actually works. Like. Mm. Especially for codes like AFL and the NRL, it's sort of like they're they're so small that and the time difference is so great that people yeah. from the states are not really going to tune in. Sure. And like if you're built like a mm, solid human, <laughs> sorry, I had a saying that I was going to say, and then it was profanity involved. So sure. here we are. Yeah, um, you're probably going to play NFL or try to play NFL or yep. um, 
Yeah, so I don't know. Like, it, it's cool, yep. I guess, for the players. They'll yeah. probably have a great time. So yep. I support that. But yeah, I don't know if um, if I really would would get behind it if I was the NRL. Yeah, sure, sure. No, look, look that's fair. Look, I think the one thing that either the NRL or the AFL could do for growing the sport is I know what you're saying about the time it's on, but the one thing is, and they love their baseball, but from the months of like sort of late June to September, yeah. the only sport they have is baseball. Yeah, true. So if they're so the NRL and the AFL are in a unique position where the back half of their season and their final series is when they have nothing to watch. Yeah. You know? So I think in that sense, I think it's a gamble worth taking. But saying that for that theory, I would have tried to get a game later in the season over there. I understand, you know, it's 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 their winter and stuff. That, oh, sorry, that's, that's their summer, isn't it? So it might be too yeah. hot. Um, and also logistically, it makes sense. Round one, you, get, you know, start it earlier. I get all that stuff. Yeah. But I think if you put in August, that like no one's got anything to do over there. It's true. They've got another sports to go to. So that would be the time to, to play it, I reckon. Um, but other than that, I, look, I, I love the idea of growing the game. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's great. So my question for you is, mate, you sort of touched on it, but where would you love to see the AFL do a game, some games, or some work? So we saw they did some, and it felt like half-hearted work. They yeah. did some half-hearted work in New Zealand. Yeah, They did some yeah. half-hearted work in China. Yeah. Um, where would you like to see it? How would you go about it? If you were... If you were Whatever the name of the position is, you were head of AFL of international development. Yeah, where where would you like? What would you like to do? And where would you do it? Um, see, so I reckon I would target places that are close to Australia in okay. terms of how quickly you could get planes there. Yeah, because like you you don't want to disadvantage the season or the pl- the people the teams that go over there. Yep. So that you could play the games that matter. Yeah. Over there. Sure. Sure. So I would target. I don't really know much about geography. <laughs> Um, so it's gonna be go. tough. Here we go. This is good. I know we're pretty close to like um, like New Zealand. Yep. And uh, maybe parts of Asia. Yep. I guess. Yeah. So yep. potentially like those areas. Yep. Because um, I think if you get taught how to play AFL, like pretty much anyone can play it. Yeah. Like obviously you see people like Caleb Daniel and then people like you know Max Gorn playing it. So like yep. it doesn't really matter how big you are. It's just if you sort of like sure go and watch it. So yeah. I think parts of Asia and and New Zealand, I'd I'd probably target. Mm-hmm. Um, probably countries that aren't as big on sort of like soccer or like the US, like they are with their big four sports. Yep. So I think there's probably like room to capture a market there. Yep. And I reckon as well could take some market share off um off rugby league. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I reckon, mate. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail here. I think Asia's the big one. I think you've got to try and hit Asia and hit it hard. Yeah. Like it's, um. You know, it's like they, they do love their soccer, but it's not the traditional soccer heartland. Yeah. So I think it's the one you can break into. Um, they do love their baseball over there. So do they really? Yeah, they do. Like Japan's Japan just won the baseball World championship. They beat America in the final. That's nuts. Um, so they they're, they're big into their baseball. Do they have any players in the NHL? Well, that's hockey league, so probably not. Um, um, no, there is one Japanese born player. I can't think of his name, but yeah, there, there is some. There is some players in MLB. and what? And they're better than the US. Well, in the World Championship, they are. I don't think the states in their best players yeah, right. during the, the MLB, but like, they normally win. Obviously, the states, but like, yeah, um, yeah J- Japan got them. So wow. you know, cool. absolute nail biter. But um, yeah, I'd be going the Asia countries, or like you said, New Zealand. I think the thing is to grow the game. You can't just do one game there a year no. and expect it to grow, which is what they've done so far. It feels like. Maybe they've done another work, but like, and you've got to keep going because they had like what three St Kilda games in New Zealand, that was it, and we've done nothing since. Yeah, like, how's that going to grow the game? Oh, it has to be from from where I see it, a collective effort from the AFL and and the club mm. that they choose to actually make it their home ground. 
Yeah, sure. Like maybe the Gold Coast or one of those like money suck clubs who don't make any money and <laughs> suck a lot of the AFLs. <laughs> Just like bad luck, your home ground this year, you'll play, you know, of your, of your 24, 23 games, you'll play eight at home, eight in New Zealand and eight oh, away. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. You've got a lot. Yep. Yeah, something like that where it's like, you know, it's all the, like they have an incentive to actually like grow the game there and for an eight-week period or, you know, mm. you go over there and you can watch the, yep. you know, Gold Coast Suns or whatever play yep. in New Zealand or in Asia or whatever. So, yeah, I would, I'd go, if you're going to do it, go hard. I think yep. one-off exhibition games are sugar hits. Yep. They're just like, I think they're just too much of like commercial opportunities, not yeah. actually for the sport to grow. Yep. So, yeah, I reckon if you're going to do it, swing for the fences. No, it's, and the other thing you got to do is you've got you've to try and set up a proper league there. Like... Yeah, if correct. you look at the basketball in Australia, that's it's like it's probably the biggest of the four American sports here, and it's because we've got a league here, like we've got the NBL league that's yeah. got some fans, and that gets people in, in it. Whereas, yeah. like, I don't know what they've done over there in New Zealand, but like, you never hear about players coming from the New Zealand league to get drafted. No, whereas you do from the M- NBL going to the NBA. So yeah. I think they've got to do more to set up a a league and a structure there. I know, I know, in the past, Hawthorne have recruited a couple of New Zealand players. We had Kurt Headley who got a couple of AFL games. Oh, yeah? Um, but, like, again, that was, like, academy players. I only list like, six years to develop them. Like, that was kind of it. Yeah. So, you've really got to, I think, develop more of a league and put a lot of money in that rather than just these, yeah, as you sort of said, tokenistic exhibition games. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say tokenistic clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe sense of big dogs, not just your saints and, the, and your sons. That's right. Mate, let's, let's move on. Speaking of American sports, the basketball, NBA. We're yes. in the thick of the playoffs, mate. Almost finished round one. We have. Any any uh, results that have caught your eye, mate? You're our NBA Yeah, chief guru. correspondent. You Obviously, are. absolutely hit it out of the park last last time we chatted <laughs> NBA. And yeah. Of- didn't know much about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you didn't quite know the planes work. That's all right, yeah. mate. We're here. Nah, my, so my nets are out. Yeah, they are. Out. Um, they were... To be fair, I didn't know they were in. <laughs> so <laughs> they got absolutely slaughtered. They were yeah, swept. They. Um, but the the big story that, that's brewing. Yeah. Is is the Milwaukee Bucks who were the the number one seed mm. applying, or maybe they were two applying a team who from the play in the Miami Heat. They were number one in their conference. But, yeah, they're number one seed in the East, and then. Yeah, they're playing the Miami Heat, and they're, they're looking like they could lose. Mm. I think they're down three to two, three one, I believe. Three to one could be three two. Did they play today? They were three one. It was three one when Jimmy Buckets went off for fifty six points. It's not a bad effort, is it? Oh man, and the fact and he's that, your man, isn't he? He's my man, the man, big face coffee. Yep. Shout out! <laughs> I'm sure you'll appreciate the plug. Sure, uh, needs it. Uh, but uh, no, nah, he's playing on a team with a bunch of role players. Mm. It's seriously like. He sort of plays for the, for the Gold Coast and he's Took Miller. Yeah, yeah okay. like that's what it's like. But sure. we're not talking about Took Miller this week. <laughs> Again, bench warmers destroyed. Don't laugh at me. Destroyed as a two big age. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're up three one, Miami. Yeah, and so that that's interesting. Yeah, sure. I, I'm I'm big on this. I've, t- I've talked to you about this before on the show. I don't like in playoffs when underdogs win. Because I want the best teams to get through to have the best possible final. Talk about snooze fest. Yep. Yeah, but I don't care if all the early rounds suck if you get the two best sides playing in like the big dance. Yeah. Because no one's going to remember, oh, Miami, they they knocked off Milwaukee, who are the number one, and then they lost the next game. Yeah, but but see, like, this, what it allows for those theatre? Can you imagine if Miami run the gauntlet? Oh. And win. It doesn't happen in like, basketball. But, though. like, what if it did? And it has to happen once, right? No. Nope. Surely. Never. Theoretically. <laughs> it's possible to happen once. I've ruled Can it out. Can you imagine the theatre behind it? Oh, like, yeah. even if they make it to the final. 
Oh, oh like, insane. Like, that would be awesome. And I think that's where we love sport because if it's just, oh, it's going to be the top two teams. Like, yeah, it's great to watch the final, but, like, like there's no hope. Yeah. And well, supporters, like, that's all, that's like what well, we're well, we, well, we hope for a team can win. Like, that's that's why we keep watching. Yeah, that's true. Well, the the I guess the that, in theory, is great. Yep. And I think in sports like the AFL, yep. NRL, even at times, like, the EPL, it can happen where, like, an underdog team just gets on a run. Yep. With, or even the Super Bowl, even, like, the NFL. Yep. But with basketball, the way their playoffs are structured, the seven-game series means usually, like... Yeah. Maybe eighty percent of the time, the better team wins. Sure. Maybe it's a bad matchup or a situation like this where you know certain players go off and and that. But um, yeah, typically the the cream rises in the NBA. Yeah, no, so I, yeah, I, I just like the fact that you know, like the the best stories we remember are the upsets. Yeah, it's true. Like, that's what all the movies are about, the upsets. You know, so I lo- love a good upset. So yeah, that's true. I, I'm all for that. Mate, um, we've got the, the the Lakers as well. Yeah, seventh seed. Yep. Uh, playing the Grizzlies and they're up 3-1 they are they, it, a lot of up there's going to be no top teams left that's it they're, I think what's looking like the best series at the moment is the Warriors and the Kings yes. I think that's 3 versus 6 yep and um, I, I think they're split to all the moment yeah they, they are yep. but like either team could win it like yeah. not, there's no for me a, I don't know it's not obvious that one's better than the other sure but I think I think the Warriors championship experience will get them through if I had to mm. predict no, that's that's fair, mate. That's fair, mate. Let's let's move on. Come back to Australia. We've got Live Golf. Yes, we had the had the tournament in uh in Adelaide over the weekend. Yeah, the biggest city in in Australia at the moment, Adelaide. Apparently, taken off. Um, yeah. But, so, mate, what did you? I must admit, I didn't didn't catch. I wouldn't even know. How, how do you even watch Live Golf, mate? Is, is it still YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Not really. I, I actually listened to a bit of it on the SCN app as well. Oh yeah, okay. So that way, class working. So. I reckon I love golf. Yeah. But it is not a sport to listen to on the radio. Nah, it's just what wanted to have it on in the background. So. Like like there's for me the two sports that are the worst listening on the radio is tennis and golf. Ten- yeah, tennis is, is te- tough. Tennis is horrific to listen to. Like, it's just it's, impossible to commentate. It's it, it, it's so tough. And yeah. so that's rubbish. And then um yeah, golf is just like you have to watch the golf. Yeah. Like I don't know how you commentate it. <laughs> like he's hit the ball in the air and waiting <laughs> and oh it's landing the music. Like I don't know how you yeah, it was a bit like that. So, um, but mate, Jeff's written in about about this. Okay. So he said, "Hi guys," he said, "Been another week in sport. Don't want to still Got harp. That. Don't want to still harp um, about the gather round failure. But more fans, <laughs> but more fans fit into the MCG on Anzac Day than fit into South Australia. Keep footing, Victoria." Now he said, "Talking about crowds, I thought the over the top carry on by both spectators and players that live golf was an embarrassment to us to Australia." And a disgrace to the sport of golf. Um, if it's an over, if it's an over the top and overpriced party, then just call it that. But sport, it is not. Your opinion, please. Thanks, Jeff, the sports purist. So, so Jeff's sort of written in. Uh, he's, I guess his question is like, is it still sport when it's sort of this massive party atmosphere? Is this the new evolution of sport? What in you know? What were your sort of thoughts about the overall spectacle of it all? Yeah, so I, I'll admit I'm not like a golf purist. Yep. Uh, I actually am probably kind of a sport purist. Okay. But not, not in the golf, probably because I'm not that into golf. Yep. I, I could appreciate that, that Liv is doing something different yep. to the PGA. Like, if imagine if like something is painted as this like stuck up traditional thing, like, and you're trying to rival it and you've got infinite money, mm. wouldn't you sort of, you know, present exactly what Liv's doing? 
Like, I can see the logic behind it. It attracts young people. Fisher's a massive DJ who DJed there. Yep. Like, people doing shoeys. Like, I don't know how, like, the shoeys become, like, the most Australian <laughs> thing, but... Thanks, Senor Ricardo. It, yep. It kind of, like, is, I guess. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Like, as someone who wouldn't watch golf yep. if it was on, like, I barely watched the Masters except for how much he pumped it up and yep. actually got kind of into it. Yep. But, like, other than that, I've never watched golf before. Sure. I knew Liv was on. I yep. was across Liv... It was big on TikTok and yeah, like yeah. I tuned into it. So I think if that's what people want and people yeah. are going to get into golf as a result of that, I can see why that's the angle they're sure. taking. Sure. Look, look, it's hard because, you know, to get people to watch the American stuff, it's hard because of the time zone stuff as we've yeah. talked about. Like the Masters is like the best golf event, but like the key stuff's like 5 and 6 a.m. So you yeah. have to be keen to watch it. Like you're not getting new people. And so with Live Golf, I think that like, Obviously, there are a few things differently. The one thing that isn't different is the party hole. They have that at, I want to say it's Arizona. It is. It's in Arizona. Yeah, and I I don't love the party hole, if I'm being honest. I don't hate it, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I just love watching the golf. I prefer golf. So, and like, I think I can see both sides of the argument. Like, I can see about how it's growing the game. Yeah. But it's sort of like, is this how we want to grow it? Because my issue is the way you grow and draw people, you have to kind of keep doing that because people now are coming for that fun sort of party atmosphere. Yeah. If you change it back to like sort of semi-serious, you're going to lose people. And I like my sport being somewhat serious. Bit of fun and that, all that sort like of it stuff. It was still serious though. It was like still a competition. And yeah, that. but like, I don't reckon half the people there knew who won. I mean, I don't know who won, sorry. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, neither of us know who won, but we know about... I know. We know, we, we know, we know about Brooks Kepka getting a hole in one of the party hole. True. Like, and we know about, you know, the, the DJ that was there, but we don't know who won. Yeah. So, I think I think my concern would be, I don't think that's the way we want to grow the game of golf. Um, and look, the other thing is, I think people are saying it was so big, so many people there. When the President's Cup came out to Australia, I want to say five years ago, it was just as big. Yeah, okay. Like, and that that was when you had, it was America. Where was it? It was in Melbourne. Yeah, so a bit of an advantage though. So, a little bit, but like, it was it was <laughs> just as sold out as this one. Like, it was just that this was lives, everyone was talking about it. But when you don't get much golf in Australia, any golf that comes out is going to be big. Yeah, okay. So, I think we have to we have to keep that in mind. This is the first time live golf's actually sold out. Like, it's done so much better here than America because we don't get golf here. Whereas in America, they get so much. Yeah. But, um, yeah, more people watch it here than, than over there, that's for sure. Oh, so. like, I, I think, like, golf as a sport from, like, an outside, how I understand it, is yep. very, like, like um, very social in terms of, like, you the the ideal of golf is, like, you get out there and sure. you, with yep. your mates and, you know, then afterwards you go to the clubhouse and have a drink or, yep. like, a yep. sandwich or whatever you yeah, want to do. The, the 19th hole. Yep. Yeah, and I, I think maybe that's the part of golf maybe Liv is trying to sell mm-hmm. because everyone likes hanging out with their mates and, you know, being outside and whatever. Yep. And if, you know, you're hitting the ball around while you're doing that, then like, I guess that's yep. going to keep you entertained. So I, I think that's the path they're going down. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I, I see your point. Like, is that what you want to do? Yeah. I think just any growth is good growth. Sure. Because people are going to take it seriously if people care about it. Yeah. So no, that's fair. I don't know. Yep. No, that's fair. That's fair. Mate, let's move on to yes. our favourite segment, Magnum of the Week. Yeah. So I've got I've got a nomination for you. Okay. And I'm not sure if this is Magnum of the Week or anti Magnum of the Week. Okay. I'll I'll let you decide, mate. Well anti Magnum of the Week is, is fictional. Created by you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's Magnum of the Week then. No. No, no. <laughs> no, I want you I want you to decide if this is like a because Magnum of the Week is kind of someone who's done something really like something good, right? Yeah. Something we love. 
I'm not sure if this person, what they've done is like too much of a villain to be that. Okay, right, I'll like, let you know. All right. So the name is Dr. Zach, Re- Zach Resky. Zach okay. Resky. Okay. So she was in a marathon. Okay. Okay. Over in the UK. And she finished third. Okay. 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 <laughs> that sounds fine. She, she did cheat. <laughs> So, so, a chance. So, so what happened was she hopped in a car for a couple of kilometers. <laughs> no, so what happened was she, she, she was feeling unwell. Um, she'd been in the, in the car for a couple of Ks. And so she got to this checkpoint after just getting in the car and she was going to pull out. This is her words. All right. Yeah. She said she was going to pull out and she told them they'd be in the car and they said, you will hate yourself if you stop. So she agreed to carry on in a non-competitive way. Okay. Yeah. So that would mean if you cross the line and you're told you're third, you'd probably say, no, nah, I'm actually not. I'll drive for a bit. Yeah. She then admits she made a massive error by accepting a medal and a trophy at the end of the race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, but you knew what you were doing. I love that. Uh, so you're my, no- you're my nomination, Doctor, because I'm not quite sure what you were doing, but you were clearly trying to cheat. Don't give us this rubbish of you you accept your you put your racing in a non-competitive way. You get to end the line. You accept the trophy. Come on, that's pretty poor. Well, how so, poor are you going if you go in the car for a car full of Ks and still come third? That's right. Surely you win after that. <laughs> but no, I just yeah no, nah, like it's pretty funny. Yeah, so that's why uh, the, the doctor, the good doctor, is uh is mine on. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got I've got a few, and some oh, of these right. are just like collectives. Yep. So uh, number one is the. Uh, salty Fremantle fans who, <laughs> who paired up with a local Perth brewing company to, to brew the beer limited edition Lobster Tears oh, in uh, in celebration of Rory Lobb's return. Yep. Um, that's just funny. Um, <laughs> too bad Freya were pathetic and honestly should be in the waffle. Oh, mate, they were shocking. The second one is maybe some of the more can observers of the footy yesterday would have noticed. Mm-hmm. Um with about five minutes to go, as Nick Dacos kicked his second goal, yeah. the, the camera even panned to a five-year-old, like, like young essence yes. boy was crying. Yes, I did so, say this. To the cameraman of Channel 7. It's <laughs> 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 pretty stiff. <laughs> like, I think we've got to give it to the cameraman, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's your winner right there. <laughs> like, who does that? I did say that. I thought it was a bit harsh. It's <laughs> so stiff. Oh, mate. Another one I've got for you, mate, was uh, Will Schofield, the ex-West uh, Coast player. Cool, I found himself on a list he did he, he came out of retirement because the waffle team for west coast is so low in numbers all their players playing for west coast so he put on the boots yeah kicked their i think their third goal of the game to pull them back to within 95 points so you know that was that was good what a man and my last one yeah is is dustin johnson okay the, he, the uh, golfer dj no? Yeah, 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 golfer, yeah, yeah. live golf, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. live golf, yeah, live golf. Heard him on the radio this week, okay, and um, he was asked about the Collingwood St Kilda game. Oh yeah, and um, he said for most of the game he loved the Pies because he backed him at seven and a half at seven and a half points in, and then they managed to only win by six, so he got off him. <laughs> so his whole analysis of the AFL was he's gambling. Yeah, okay, sure, <laughs> so, sure, that's it's not nice. bad. I feel like that's you on American sports right there, mate. I feel like that's your analysis oh, wow. on state sports. Well, yeah, it's it's not a terrible observation. <laughs> Shout out to, to the Philadelphia Eagles who I became a fan of due to punting. But I've stuck with him. Have you? I've got a second team, you know this. Yeah, I would say they're your first team. No, they're not. I would say they are. No, they're not. Yeah, they're- Everyone 
Joe, Joe Burrow. <laughs> he's so good. And, and, and old Cincinnati, is it Cincinnati? Cincinnati, isn't it? He's yeah. a Cincinnati, Cincinnati man. I reckon they're your number one team. I was at, I was at a at a mate's place on oh Sunday morning. Yeah, and um, we were sort of sat there talking about if you could have dinner with any athlete. Yeah, like who would you choose? Yeah, and I'll be honest, I didn't choose Joe Burrow. Did you? Yeah. Oh, is is it current athlete or a past athlete? You got this question for it was it was current. Okay, it was current. So. We, we can work on that for next week. Maybe yep. we could do a top three. Yeah. Who would you have at your dinner party? Yeah. Because if it could be... Uh, like, mine was always Usain Bolt. But he's obviously a past athlete. So I'd have to come up with a new one. Yeah. Well, no. I, I think he could be past or present. We'll work on it for okay. next week. Next week, we'll come with a list. Yeah. Of, of, so, top three, is it? Yeah. Yep. So, so I was a, yeah. So, I was a fair few behind by then. But Joe Burrow <laughs> was the first that came to mind. So, yeah, we'll see if he's still sure. there next week. Uh, he'll surely be there. You, oh, lo- you love, love Joe. He's so good. <laughs> You're obsessed with him. Nah. Oh... I've got another Melbourne Rover of the Week. Yeah, hit us with it. And um, if for those who didn't see last week, Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, signed like a massive extension. Oh, huge. And um, did you see his, his publicist? No. She put out a tweet saying like, has anyone got a Stax truck for all these, like, all this quote? I forget the exact quote. But it was something like that. Because it was like, oh, has anyone got a fire truck for all this cash or something? Oh, yeah. Because okay. he's on stupid money. He'll, Off- he'll be the highest paid player Ever next season, I believe. Oh, I'm so excited. Based on the contract, yeah. Like it's, it's not the it's not the contract isn't worth the most worth the most money because of the length. But yeah. per year, he's the highest paid player. Yeah, so it's not bad. So, but just you watch, mate. The way NFL goes, the salary cap stuff. He'll be beaten about two years' time, mate. Just, yeah, just you watch. So, but not um, oh, crazy money. Stupid, crazy money, um, mate. It's time to try us on for size. It is. What have you got for me? Well, I've I've got a new hobby. <laughs> you have a new hobby each week. Now, first of all, though. Before we get to your hobby, oh no, we're six weeks. <laughs> so six weeks ago, we were promised on this podcast. Yeah, we were that you would be able to dunk a basketball. Yeah, we were told you were. It wasn't just I might be able to. Yeah, it was you at your very best of being sure. Yeah, how have we gone? I've regressed somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's my question: Can you touch the ring when you jump? Have we got that far? Yeah, I can get the ring. Okay. I can get the rings. But to be fair, I think when I started the challenge, I could get the ring. <laughs> and when I say get the ring, I can get like like the under part of the net and pull myself up oh, to the ring. No, I mean, can you touch actual the rim? Can you touch the rim? No. no. <laughs> I, I can get close. I'm probably like six centimetres off the ring. <laughs> so what you're saying is, you, not even can you not dunk a ball. Yeah. You can't get the ring. Okay. No, and okay. I, I, you know, you know me, mate. I'm usually pretty accountable. <laughs> oh yeah. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, one of one of my mates, yep. has has a um, like a vertical jump program. Okay. And essentially, it's six weeks to be able to dunk a basketball. Okay. Yeah, you told us about this six weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But he paid for the program because, okay. like, obviously, you'll pay for it. Yep. And um, said he'll send it to me. Mm-hmm. He never sent it to me. So, I don't... Who was I, it? Let's name it, Shane. Who was it? It was Basil. Oh, come on, Basil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, Basil. So, so Basil, you're, if you're, you're a friend of the show, but send it in, mate. Come on. Basil, I'm not saying it's your fault. <laughs> I'm not saying that. But I'm not not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm usually pretty accountable. Yeah, yeah right. This is the first time I'm shifting blame. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well, I want to I wanna see you dunk a ball, mate. All the, the members of the Magnet Movies community, they're hanging out for it. They want to see it. No, nah, it's coming. Yeah. Once Basil gets me the program, yeah. it'll be six months from there. <laughs> 
But no, mate, I got a new hobby. All right, Try something with that, so we need to What's your new hobby? So, um, my new hobby is playing chess. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty handy at chess. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I suck. Okay. No, I'm all right. So yep. I used to play a lot when I was younger. Yep. Like I was obsessed. Like one of those like kids who was just like, "This is a fun game." Yep. Anyway, um, Victoria plays it. Oh yeah. With like her mates at work. Yeah. They like play on. I don't know if you know. It's like just chess.com. You yeah. make an account and you just like invite people to yeah, play. Yeah, and there's the app and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's elite. And so Victoria was like, you know, let's have a game. And I was like, yeah, I'll probably smoke you. Yeah, sure. Honestly, like this is awkward that you're yeah. even asking. Yeah, it's a bit embarrassing for us. No, I'm yet to beat her. Yeah. We've played 10 games. I could see that coming. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mate. And I like, I feel like excited after I play. I feel like it's like, it's very stimulating. Sure. Like, it's epic. And I said to her the other day, I'm actually glad, like, I can't beat her. Yeah, okay. Because I'm a horrible winner. I, I think hey, are, you, are you a good loser? Oh, I'm not great. <laughs> no, no, I'm not great either way. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of glad I can't beat her. Sure. But I'm working on it. Like, yeah, okay. I reckon this could be my weekend. Yep. I think she's going out Friday night and I'm not. So, oh, she's a bit hungover Saturday. Saturday morning. I'll be going, oh, do you want to play? Or? <laughs> Is it going to be like a 6 a.m. start? Chest on, boys. Yeah, Here we go. <laughs> chest on. Exactly right. So... That could be me playing for the weekend. Nah, I like that. Mate, next week before the show, mate, I reckon we'll have to have a quick game. Oh. And we can let the listeners know who won. Nah, well, give me a couple of weeks. Come on, mate. I did six weeks. Nah. <laughs> and someone to send me the program. Because <laughs> then by then, mate, you will be able to beat me after all the about you've played. So. No, we will have a game. Uh, we'll have to... I haven't played proper... Because I, I, mean, I work a lot with sort of kids and I, I sometimes play them in chess, so I can't like beat them by too much. Oh. So I'm used, to, I'm used to playing quite badly deliberately. to no, I'm to lose, to lose or to, to just win. So I have to actually, like, you know... Work out how to actually play again. I so. feel like my to put it in like a sporting context. Yep. I play a brand of footy like Frio, yeah, a brand okay. of chess. I'm very defensive, yeah, sure. and I get myself in trouble. Sure, like Victoria will just pile them up, and I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> just I'll, around you. I'll be like, I'm in a safe space here, and she always gets me with the bloody horses. Oh, the knights! She gets them in there. Yeah, yeah. and a oh. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a frustrating game. No, it's fair, like, I don't swear often, but boy, the, the chess gets me going. It gets you going. No, oh. that's fair, mate. That's fair. Then, mate, just before we finish, this week is the last week you can enter our footy jersey competition online. It is. It ends uh, April 30, so that's like three or four days away. It is. So, guys, make sure you enter. We'll, uh, we'll, let, we'll announce the winner next week on the show. We will. Um, which will be very exciting. Um, and then, but yeah, so make sure you enter this week, guys, and send it to your friends. I've still had a couple of days, so make sure you make sure you enter and uh, for your chance to win. There you go. Um, and that's at www.magnamovers.com.au. Um, but other than that, mate, we better we better finish up. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Um, and we'll uh, we'll hopefully catch you for our part two. Yeah, please tune in part two and uh, see how Josh went his footy tips last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> but otherwise, guys, thanks for listening. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next week. We'll see you when you're older. <laughs>